conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast where we ask the question, what are those two doing sitting in a tree? I am Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? You know, Dan, what can I say? We're all in this together. I'm I'm all right. <laughs> and speaking of all in this together, we're joined by a very special guest for this and the next two episodes, our friend Caroline Norton. How are you, Caroline? You know, this is my uh, first time being interviewed for a podcast, so I guess you could say it is a uh, start of something new. Oh my Bless. gosh, look at us, just three <laughs> quoting beans as the parlance goes these days. Don't and worry, if- I got more quotes coming on, coming in hot. <laughs> um, before we get started, Caroline just got a new dog, and she's very okay. excited about it, and I think Anna might be more excited about it than she is. I am, he's so- very handsome. So tell us about the dog. Oh, he's a sweet bean. His name is Boomer. Um, He is seven, so he's like 50 in human years, and he is partially blind and deaf. So if you hear some random things knocking around in the background, that's my dog running into things. Uh, And he's a German Shepherd Chow Chow mix, so he's very handsome. He looks like a German Shepherd, but has lots of fat rolls like a Chow Chow. When you sent that picture, for some reason, I was thinking maybe he was part Shiba Inu because of ah. his ears. I don't know. All dogs are great. Adopt, don't shop. Thank you. Yes. We got him from, quick plug, Albert's Dog Lounge, which is over in Whitewater, which is a mm-hmm. special needs and elderly dog shelter. I'll be giving that a quick goog right now. Yes. Yeah, so if you are in Whitewater, Wisconsin, or anywhere, really, and you want to make a trip to scenic Whitewater... College town, Whitewater. <laughs> Head over there for all your dog adoption needs. Yeah, it, it was an hour trek, but it was worth it. He does not like the car. There um, are so many cute dogs on this website already. Oh, my God. All right, that's a conversation for another day. We're about to lose me if I keep looking at dogs this whole time. Today's okay. episode is truly about cats, am I right? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I'm more on the night's train, but... <gasps> East High Wildcats. West no West High, high Nights. Nights. Boo. If you haven't gathered by our references and the title of this episode, today we're talking about the first high school musical movie, aptly titled High School Musical, released in 2006 on the Disney Channel on January 20th. Uh, it starred Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Blue, Lucas Graybeal, and Monique Coleman as our our fun six trio directed by Kenny six Ortega. Six trio? I don't... Okay. Are They're sex all pairs. I don't know. It's... It, I think it's a sex tuplet. Anyway. That's, it doesn't matter. That is not Disney Channel appropriate. True. Uh, it was... As I said, it was released in 2006. It was the highest rated 
thing on Disney Channel when it premiered. Uh, it was then beat out by Cheetah Girls, oh. One World, which was then beat out by its sequel, High School Musical 2, which is still the highest rated thing to ever air on cable television. Which is a Can't fun say fact. I'm surprised, honestly. I cannot yeah. say I'm surprised. High School Musical I'm 2 slaps sure. to this day. It does. All of them do. But we'll get to that next week. But one star that I didn't mention in the cast is not seen anywhere in the movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I need to tell you, I need to get this off my chest right now. High School Musical Live In Concert was my first concert ever. And Zac Efron was not featured. Instead, it was... Drew Seeley, baby. Drew Seeley. Good old Drew. The unsung hero. Well, the sung hero. The sung hero. The unseen hero of yes. High School Musical. The unseen, yes. absolutely sung hero. Um, so the reason why Drew Seeley sang 99% of Zac Efron's parts is because when they were writing it, they wrote all of Troy's parts in the tenor. Uh, but... When they cast Zac Efron, he was a baritone, and they cast him, like, two weeks before they started filming, so they didn't have time to rewrite anything. So they were just like, yeah, we'll dub it. We'll dub it over. It's fine. <laughs> I had no idea. I genuinely thought it was because they were like, he needs more voice lessons, but we don't have time. Because, you know, like, I am of the firm belief that the only good song, just kidding, it's not the only good song, but the best song in the Greatest Showman soundtrack is Rewrite the Stars. And Zac Efron's vocals on that was with Zendaya. I'm out here sobbing for my Disney Channel alum. But I I just, you know, assumed he wasn't ready yet. I assumed mm-hmm. his vocal cords were not up to snuff. And Drew Seeley was like, I'm here. Don't even, don't even worry about me. So. What I don't get. Oh, I just burped. Sorry. you'll hear that on the recording um what i don't get is why they didn't just cast drew seeley to begin with why why they went with zach efron when they didn't even go with him as the singer drew seeley auditioned they just didn't cast him i think he looks too old like going back to how he looked at the high school musical concert from what i remember back in sixth grade when i went um he just looks so much older than the rest of them. Whereas mm. I think Zac Efron just had that baby face back then. I mean, he still has it. You know, he's a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. But I think I he think just looks way older. I think he is a lot older than everybody else. He was 19 when they filmed. Okay. Who, Drew Seeley? No, Zac Efron. Oh, yeah, because he looks like a literal teenager in the movie. Well, Monique Coleman, she was 25. Oh, but she looks like such a baby. She does, yeah. That's uh, how my career is headed, TBH. <laughs> I have a fun fact. Of, oh, wait, no, that's that's for next week. Never mind. I was going to give you a fun fact about Monique Coleman, but that's for uh, High School Musical 2. Sorry. That's all right. We'll hold our excitement till then. I'll be waiting with bated breath. Oh, my breath is going to be Gary. bated the entire week. Amen. It's insane. <laughs> Caroline, do you remember the first time you watched High School Musical? Oh, man. I tried to think about this because I listened to your Back to the Future episodes, and I was like, that was the first question you asked. I was like, when was the first time I watched High School Musical? And I don't think I remember. I, I remember very clearly two and three because I saw them both in theaters. But I don't remember when I saw the first one for the first time. You guys were like in second grade when these movies came out. When that movie came out the first time, weren't you? I was Third nine. 2000s. 
2006, I would have been, oh. yeah, second grade, I think. Because 2008, I was in fourth grade. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, wait a second. I don't, wait, how old was I in sixth grade? 12. I was 11 or 12. I don't know. No, I was in fifth grade when these came out. Fifth grade. Doesn't matter. I just was curious. Do you remember mm-hmm. watching it the first time? I do. I picked up in the middle of the movie when Troy and Gabrielle are like, it's like great kindergarten when you don't know anybody. You just make friends because you want to make friends or whatever. And I was like, oh, they knew each other in kindergarten. And then I watched the whole thing over again. It was like, this is all much clearer to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Caroline's boat. I don't remember when I first saw it, but I do remember the because this came out in January, the Christmas after I had gotten a gift card to Borders Books and Music. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in, well, no, roll over in your grave. I don't care about you, Borders. <laughs> Anna, Ouch. you look really offended by that. I just wasn't ready for that. I went to, like, the midnight book dropping droppings. The midnight book drop for a couple of Harry Potters at a Borders. I'm just shook. Well, I remember that with the gift card, I had just enough money to get the DVD copy of High School Musical. Mm-hmm. And a cookie. Yes. Because <laughs> they had a cafe. But the DVD, it was in this weird case where it was like a normal DVD case, but it had two clasps on the side that you had to unclasp oh, and then oh, open it. So yep. it felt like you were opening like a toy box or something whenever you went to watch the movie. It was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it truly is a gift. Oh. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving, High School Musical. I was watching this, I, all the songs came back to me as though I had been listening to the album this morning, and I had not, so. <laughs> I directed the musical version of this with middle school kids when Fun. I was a high school student. How Fun. was that? You know, it's one of those things that you expect to be a total train wreck, but then it was actually really cute and good, and I wept. Oh, <laughs> It was great. <laughs> So let's get into the movie. It starts out on New Year's Eve. Two attractive high school juniors. Troy and Gabriella. First off, Troy is playing basketball in a converted dance studio. A very obviously converted dance studio. Mm-hmm. When his dad comes, his dad's like, he's playing with his dad and his mom comes in. And she's like, you have to go to the party. It's the underage New Year's party where everyone is... <laughs> Not able to drink and sober. Uh, So Troy's like, ugh, fine, I'll go. And Gabriella's reading a book there because she's a total nerd. (laughs) Somehow they both get forced into singing a song, karaoke. The start of something new. Yes. What if they had both, sorry to interrupt, but what if they'd both been terrible singers, you know? Like, what if? They got up there and it just sucked. It'd be great. It would be great. A deconstruction of High School Musical where it's Mm -hmm. the same plot, but no one can sing or play basketball. I would absolutely watch it. I would too. Um, What did you guys think of not only the ski lodge, but the fireworks that came after they sang the start of something new? Because those were not only intense for New Year's Eve, but also... Not real, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) What? (laughs) Right? I got to say, I wasn't focused on the fireworks. I was too focused and still am too focused 
by the like them taking photos of each other. Yes, their and flip like, phones. Exchanging numbers on their flip phones. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I, I couldn't even pay attention to the fireworks because I was like, oh my god, I want a flip phone so bad. They have phones. They must be rich. <laughs> oh, I on the other hand. Like, you know, referencing it from right now, I was like, oh, my God, this movie is old as hell. It's got flip phones. (laughs) Taking pictures. It feels like a movie that's timeless, except for the flip phones. That's the one thing in it that you're like, oh, no, this is very specifically during the George Bush administration. um, Can we also take a minute to talk about the fact that the picture he takes of Gabriella on his phone is so grainy that I'm surprised when she shows up in his classroom that he can look at his phone and be like, oh, my God, it's her. No, how can you tell there's like four pixels in that whole photo? (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that ages this, though, is the fashion. I mean, the amount of cropped sweaters Mm -hmm. that are... In this movie. So many slouches, so many knee-length skirts, so many chunky belts. Yes, scarves as belts. Oh, my God. And uh, on the dudes, the huge polos and the baggy pants and the basketball uniforms that they're, like, Mm -hmm. swimming in. Yes, they they had a little, (laughs) what is that called, a cap sleeve? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I wish I could wear that daily. Yes. I'm done with tight clothes. I don't care. Give me an extra, extra large polo and waist size 58 pants. I don't care. Yes, Dan. (laughs) I'm ready for that. Bring that fashion forward. You do you. So anyways. I will judge you from afar. Anyways. They part ways never to see each other again, like in Greece. And then when they come back to school, Troy sees Gabriella in his homeroom class. And he's like, what are you doing here, Miss Four Pixels? (laughs) Yeah, and literally. As it turns out, she and her mom had just moved to Albuquerque over the break, which is obviously a good time to move and transfer schools. So Troy starts showing Gabriella around school when they are intercepted by Sharpay Evans, played by Ashley Tisdale. Um, really, we are so lucky to have gotten Ashley Tisdale at her prime. You absolutely, know? <laughs> we really truly are. Um, side bangs, gaucho pants, blessings God. all around. I don't I use the word to be queen her so often. Bad. Mm-hmm. But she's she a, queen. a queen. She's a queen. She's a queen. I all of my friends when I was little, they all wanted to be Gabriella, and I was like, no, nah, I want to be Sharpay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She knows what she wants. She does. We'll get she into does. this later, but Gabriella's boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look at her! She can sing. And do science. Oh, yeah? Does she have a personality? No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Her yeah, personality is science. That's it. Ugh. <laughs> we all studied theater, can you tell? Oh, my God. My notes are so theater student-y. <laughs> I literally put in here. I was like, my, oh, God. My notes are mostly about Kenny Ortega and the art he created and how oh hard he did not have to go for us, but he did. He did it. He's blessed us on multiple occasions. <laughs> so Sharpay assumes that Gabriella wants to audition for the musical, which is called Twinkle Town. It's the Twinkle Town musicale. Sorry, the, the winter musical. musicale. Winter musicale. Dan, did you even watch the movie? <laughs> you Whatever. know when basketball takes place? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, why, they wouldn't be having auditions for the winter musicale after winter break. I'll get Kenny Ortega on the phone right now and you can talk to him about this. Okay. Hello, Kenny. 
Dan has some bones to pick with you. Why did you put Baby in the corner? He was oh the choreographer God. on um, Dirty Dancing. Oh, he, he is surprised. the gift that keeps on giving. I believe he also, he worked with Michael Jackson a lot on music videos. He did. I yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Everything that Kenny Ortega touches is gold. Y'all seen he, Descendants? He's the Midas touch. Oh, have I seen Descendants? <laughs> Dan, um, we need to discuss Descendants at a later date, but anyway. I, I'll need to watch it. I've never seen it. Uh, oh, there's three of man. them, and it's everything. Oh, it's anyway, so that's a whole other topic. I just, you know. Okay, so Sharpay gets Monique Coleman, whose character's name is Taylor, to investigate Gabriella's academic history and then gets her to join the deca- academic decathlon yes. team. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that's right. She doesn't get Taylor to research it. No, um, she researches it and then information, gives it to her. yeah, shows up in her locker. Mm. Yes, sorry. Honestly, I'm just reading the Wikipedia recap. I didn't pay <laughs> close attention while watching this. I watched this during work. Dan, oh, I Dan. gave a full performance while watching this. Gage came out and goes, I didn't realize this was the karaoke version. Midway through, I'm singing my heart out. I danced the <laughs> all in this together dance at the end of the movie in my 80 degree apartment. Oh. I gave my all. I remember that they would have those dance-alongs on Disney Channel. And mm-hmm. the one thing I remember is Lucas Graybeal going Twinkle Fingers or Star Fingers or something. I read an article the other day that was like, Ryan should have been an out character, but Kenny Ortega thought that Disney and the world weren't ready to have such a strong gay figure in children's programming yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we all been known, though. You know, like, he yeah, didn't have to know. say anything. He's he's proud of who he is. You be you, Ryan. Yes. With your weird fedoras. <laughs> he wears nine hats throughout oh, the God. movie. That's it's an IMDb trivia account. It's nine. nine too many. I wish that hats were in style and it wasn't just for, like, weird nice guys on the internet to wear. Backwards hats are in style. Look at me right now. That's true. I wear hats. But I want to wear, like, trilbies and things like... Tribblies? Oh, trilbies? Because uh, my hair is bad, and I don't <laughs> want to do anything to care for it. Just wear so a baseball hat, wear, Dan. I only have one, and it gets sweaty. I'll so get you buy hats. One. I know a good hat guy in the city. My friend my friend uh, Connor, I call him the Midnight Cowboy, he gets his cowboy hats made by this guy in town. I'll give you his number. This he doesn't just make cowboy this hats. This isn't a real thing. I refuse to believe this exists. It absolutely <laughs> is. Let me make sure I know the name of the store. I'll tell you. Um, I think it's called the Brass Rooster, but I want to make sure. Okay. Um, while well, you look that up, let's... It is. The Brass it is Rooster. The Brass Rooster. Well, That's if where you're you should go. within an hour of Whitewater and you need a hat, go to the Brass <laughs> Rooster. <laughs> Yep. My white water. <laughs> because that's where the dog place is. Oh, gosh. So then it's time for basketball practice, and Troy is distracted by his urges for Gabriella. Stop. Don't put it like that. This is a children's <laughs> movie. He wants to hold her hand. That's it. Yes. Don't even. Okay, fine. And then his friend. Why can't Chad. I Chad. Chad. Corbin Played Blue. by the Blue. iconic Corbin Blue, the love of my sixth grade life. Are oh, you serious? Me too. I used to have a necklace with his face on it. <gasps> they sold those at Claire's. 100%. Got mm-hmm. it for my birthday. Wore it every day. Is Corbin, oh, yeah. Is Corbin Blue better in this or in Jump In? 
Jump in. Oh, Don't even talk to in. me. Have you ever watched the music video for Push It to the Limit? I think that was my <laughs> sexual awakening. I got that the minute it was out on iTunes. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I still know all the words oh, to it. Man. My me mom too. and I were going through old CDs that I had burned. Yes. And one of the ones that still worked, most of them were destroyed because they were in a box in the basement for 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. Also, some one of them was named Help Me, and one of them was named Squirrel. So... I don't know what my 10-year-old brain was doing. I'm concerned. So one of the albums was called The Best Stuff Part 2. Part 1 had already gone away. But in Part 2, one of the songs was pushed to the limit. And the moment it started, I was like, come on now. Here we go. Yes. Push it. Push (laughs) it. Let's do it. The limit. (laughs) Um, Corbin Blue, I remember... You know, like when I was little, I was not into dudes with long hair. I mean, I was in sixth grade. I was just learning that I even liked boys. Corbin Blue putting his hair into a ponytail. Oh, my gosh. Chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. He is. Even now, Corbin Blue is a work of art. You know, God took some extra time. God Mm -hmm. took some extra time. Corbin Blue's album, because, you know, like all of the all of the main the main six um, actors in the High School Musical series all were offered recording contracts. Oh, I remember movie. Baby V. Mm-hmm. Yes. And oh yes, Baby V. Baby but then v. Corbin Blue's album um, was the only thing that I had on my MP3 player. Yep. That was it. It yep. was just <laughs> Corbin Blue's singular album, and I listened to it on repeat for like my entire childhood. I'm literally, I was really into Vanessa Hudgens' album. I'm about to link, what is it, Baby Come Back? Yes. Who it is, Baby V. Baby, come back. Baby, come back to me. Come back. I should have never set you free. Oh. My baby. I love the part where she goes, I know you miss your baby V. Yes. you see it when you look at me. Oh, baby V. Yes, you know it. You know it. Ashley Tisdale had that he said, she said something. Okay, anyway, I'm yeah. getting off track. I just, that concert, I'm telling you right now, it was so lit. It was so lit. So speaking of babies, Zac Efron's arms and the rest of him perform Get Your Head in the Game. <laughs> he is so small. He's so small. He's Aww. a little bean. He, he grows some muscle as, you know, puberty hits. Oh my gosh, him. This was after he was, what, he was 19. Did he go through puberty? Well, some people looked, are late bloomers. He could have been a late bloomer. Okay, but he does get very muscular in like Baywatch and stuff. Mm, that uh, man is a carved out of stone. I'm going to bring it back up again. The greatest showman, he looks like that man is like a fine wine. He gets better with age, okay? <laughs> so this brings up what I think is the least realistic part of this Disney Channel original movie musical. The fact that five foot six Zach Efron, I don't know if that's actually how tall he is. Um, I think he's 5'8". Okay, five foot eight Zach Efron is a star basketball player leading his team to the state championships granted i don't know what uh, basketball in new mexico is like um he is five eight for the record and also maybe he was a really good point guard you know some point guards are like tiny yeah you don't have to be tall to be a point guard that's true but but like marcus howard is five eleven there's also nobody on the team nobody on the team who's that tall there's that one guy, that one extra, who's, he's that really tall, skinny, white guy who looks like a 30-year-old man, and everyone else looks like they're 
prepubescent. I think you're talking about there's one of the guys in that number who looks older than everybody else. He was one of the dance captains. Mm. I know that. Or he was like a choreographer or something and they put the, him in that number. I think he's short. Hold on. Let me look. Are you talking about you Jason Earls? I wish it was Jason Earls. Can you no. imagine? <laughs> it took me a second to get that. Get your head in the game. Jason Earls. Can you imagine if Jason Earls was Troy Bolton? I'm screaming at that mental image. That's all. He's, you know, the um, in the third movie where they, in the locker at the beginning, there's the guy who's got, like, the shaved head and he has the wild cat, like, shaved into his head. Mm-hmm. That's the guy I'm talking about. I know that's probably very less than helpful, but <laughs> it's, it's okay. I'm looking at pictures of Zac Efron with his bleached hair because <laughs> I've discovered that I'm kind of into it when guys with dark hair dye their hair blonde. Gage, take note. Just kidding. He doesn't have to. I love him no matter what. But Zac Efron be looking good with his bleached hair. <laughs> Anyways, back to the film. So sorry. Gabriella and Troy, they go to the musical auditions where... Sharpay and her her twin brother, boyfriend, lapdog, however you want to put him, hat, human coat rack, hat rack, Ryan. Uh, they perform a very up-tempo version of what I've been looking for. A very... I know it's, these are like... Their up-tempo versions of songs are supposed to be like the villain versions. Yo, it slaps. I like them. They're great. They're uh, great. I made my dad learn the words to that specific version when I was little, and he'd sing it with me. Oh. It was so good. That version slaps. The slow version is fine. Like, it's not bad, but it's not... Mm-hmm. It's no upbeat snapping through the curtain, you know? Bedazzled mm-hmm. microphone. <gasps> yeah, but you can't fall in love to that song when it's that fast. Um, mm-hmm. Can we just cut back for a second to the fact that we kind of glossed over this, but when they're in detention with Miss Darbus, mm-hmm. after Zach, uh, after Zach, excuse me, after Troy <laughs> realizes that Gabriella is in his homeroom, their detention looks fun. Like they're just doing some stagecraft, you know, some sewing. I yeah, yeah I used to do that all the time, you know. That was college. Is, it's only fifteen minutes long. Well, she was I had giving a fifteen out minute detention, detention like, once. Oh, man, our detentions were like an hour minimum. Yeah, ours were a whole period at least. Oh, God, mine was just because I forgot some homework once. That's like the worst thing I ever did. So, (laughs) I don't know. That's when you lie and say that you didn't forget your homework, but instead, you just didn't do it. Well, Dan, I, um... I'm a really bad liar, and I get nervous. And you act. I, uh, You're an actor. Yeah, there's a difference between acting and lying, and my Catholic soul knows it. <laughs> <laughs> guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of Catholics, Gabriella gets the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but you know she is, though. You know oh, yeah, is. I have no She's doubt. She's in young life. Gabriella gets the confidence to audition, but then auditions are unofficially declared over. Then Troy offers to sing with her, and Miss Darbus then says, You're too late! And she leaves. Uh, Miss Darbus, I love her. Mm -hmm. She's a little more rigid than I think an actual high school teacher would be for that kind of stuff. Because, you know, like a real theater in high school... 
you're kind of searching, you know. Absolutely. Like, is somebody yeah. going to yeah. do this audition? It's not the Especially, same. Especially, like, we didn't even talk about all the craziness of the audition, like, montage scene. Oh, my God, my favorite scene. I How could we have done this? <laughs> that was very help. unsettling. Please go see a therapist. <laughs> Oh my god, I love Perhaps that line. spring musical. Oh god, I love her. But yeah, like, nobody would outwardly... Like, I feel like if... And this comes up later, too, with the main point when everything's on the same day. I feel like high school theater professors are going to be a lot more flexible. Like, they'll be like, oh okay, god, I know you're yes. doing 50 different activities. You have all these classes. Not everybody who wants to audition is going to be free during their free period. Maybe they have to take a test. Maybe they have to meet with a teacher. Maybe they're in detention. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just something I was like, y'all haven't been to high school in a while, have you? The only reason I was ever cast in anything in high school is because I was tall. <laughs> There you go, Dan. You could have played Troy Bolton. Too tall. Oh. Too tall. Too tall. Too, too tall. tall. Not too realistic. Yeah. Mm-mm. They would have just had Drew Seeley do all your singing for you. Duh. I w- I'm going to have Drew Seeley dub over this podcast. Oh, my God. I look forward to it. Drew, I loved your work in the High School Musical concert. <laughs> I also loved his work in another Cinderella story. Oh. Another why classic. Dan, why don't you just have Drew Seeley, like, dub over all our voices? Yeah, I, I don't know if I can order a cameo that long. Mm, I tried. Okay. So I think that's the only way. So, Miss Darbus leaves when Kelsey, who has composed this student musical, apparently. And has really bad fashion. Mm-hmm. She is an absolute klutz and awful person, just in general. And she trips and she falls and she spills her music everywhere. And Troy and Gabriella go to help her because they're good Catholic people. And then they, they go and they sing what I've been looking for, but slowed down and all all solely and lovey-dovey looking into each other's eyes and absolutely mm-hmm. going to act on these carnal feelings later. Uh, not until they're married. They're good Catholics. That's that's why they don't kiss in the whole movie. Amen. They Amen. They kiss off camera. Unfortunately. They were busy kissing in real life, if we forget, lest we forget. Yes. So, Miss Darbus overhears them, and they get a callback um, audition. And I'm like, these, just the the cut process to get to the callbacks is so intense. Yeah, with with Sharpay screaming and being crazy about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, is this just going to be, like, a two-person show, like... No, they had callbacks for smaller roles. I guess they just only had two leads. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to, in a high school show, you're not going to cut somebody who was the runner-up for the lead and just have them not be in the show at all. Well, that happens. Stranger things have happened. You wouldn't know because you're a man. That's true. Yeah, you always get cast. (laughs) I'm six foot one. And you have a penis, and that yeah. means you get cast. Let's That's... be honest. Dan has a solid, deep voice. He's not ugly. He's tall. You're going to get cast. Thank you. <laughs> Literally welcome. the only reason I was cast in Anything Goes at Marquette. Only reason. <laughs> because they had, they needed men, and We're seven like... men auditioned. Oh, We're just this looking show was so for fun. stray men, like, hello, you want to be to play? <laughs> sir, sir, <laughs> do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior, the theater? <laughs> So, 
callback list gets posted, and now Sharpay has competition, which she's never had before in her life, which absolutely makes sense. That is a mm-hmm. defining characteristic of her. Yes. Um, and the Wildcats are absolutely shocked that Troy has auditioned. Yes, we get the best song. Well, one of the best songs. A good, strong group number. We do. Let's just talk about it. It's Stick to the Status Quo, which is my favorite song in the whole movie. Oh, weird flex, but okay. Abs- oh my god, absolutely. It has everything you want. It has popping, locking, jamming, breaking, <laughs> the cello. Yeah, where does it come from? He just randomly pulls a cello out of nowhere <laughs> and starts jamming. And there is no cello in the rest of the song. There's creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's no bop to the top, but it is good. Okay. Bop to the top was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to Stick to the Status Quo again recently, and I was like, mm. no, no, no. No, no, no. But, but let's be know. real. It's not I can't take my eyes off of you, the song that didn't make it into the movie, but is oh. on the soundtrack recording. The one yes. where it's Sharpay and Ryan sing a love song to each other. It's everybody. It's the whole six. It's the only song that you like hear Monique Coleman singing in. Yes, Ooh. I remember this now on my albums that I had from when I was a youth. <laughs> in my research for this, I found a music video for it. Mm-hmm. And they had Zac Efron lip sync in the music video. Yes. <laughs> now let's just, if we're going to talk about, I guess we're going to talk about this next week as well. But if we're going to talk about music or songs that aren't featured in the movies, it's no huma huma nuka nuka apawa'a, okay? Oh, man. But anyway. But for we'll the the kids now, they'll never know that huma huma nuka nuka apawa'a wasn't in High School Musical 2 because it's in the Disney Plus version. It is in the Disney Plus version. I just watched it the other day, and I lost my shiznat when I'm I saw scandalized. that. I'm scandalized. I'm scandalized. Oh, man. <laughs> the Kenny Ortega director's cut. <gasps> They knew, they knew, like, if we're going to put High School Musical on here, we got to give the people what they want, and they people want Huma Huma. It was Michael, what is his name, Michael Eisner's final words as he left (laughs) Disney? (laughs) Put Huma Huma Nuka Nuka back in High School Musical 2. Thank you. And then he left the company. He he dissolved like a phoenix into a burst of fire. Yes, he left a (laughs) Mickey-shaped cloud. So then uh, Chad gets alarmed by all the passion that the students are professing for not the status quo. So Taylor and Chad come up with a plan to keep Troy and Gabriella from seeing in the musical by making Troy be the basketball boy and Gabriella be the science girl. I have something to say. Okay. Troy is, I should start saying that like I'm about to sing um, Rock of Ages. I got something to say. Anyway. <laughs> I think Troy is just so sweet. Like, he's stupid and easily manipulated by his friends, but he's a sweet dude. Mm -hmm. And his friends are jerks for going ahead and manipulating his thoughts so that they could get him to do what he wanted. And they're also jerks. Gabriella's friends are jerks for making her watch that. And, like, I don't know. It just, oh, it just makes me so sad. Mm -hmm. I think that they all should just have thrown those friends out and started over. Like, your friend... (laughs) Your friend wants to do a musical. Oh, darn. Your friend has multiple interests in high school, just like we all did. Your friend wants to date somebody that doesn't seem like a bad person, but just isn't in your regular friend group, so you're going to freak out. Don't freak out unless that person is mean to your friend. Like, 
there's nothing objectively wrong with them dating and doing the musical. So just leave them be. Maybe that's just because I'm an adult and things would have been different if I was in high school. And like it made sense when I was in sixth grade. But as a as a 24 year old woman, I just think y'all y'all really overreacting there that's my opinion speak your truth anna thank you i put a lot of notes in here about why i was so upset oh right underneath that statement i also put ryan is the only person on earth who can manage to pull off a fedora so that's there too (laughs) but like kids were so mean in high school like i mean i don't know because i wasn't popular i don't know who had a good experience in high school or like if that's even kids i don't think that Um. we had I guess I, I shouldn't talk right now. I had a great oh, time shut in up, high school. Dan. You played volleyball and whatever the heck. I had the a rest good of high us, school experience. We wore sparkly blue eye shadow and got bullied. Oh, I, I did the under eye eyeliner only. Yeah. Oh, God. And I Ugh. don't emo vibe. I thought I was so cute. I got asked to a dance by a boy and I told him no because I thought it meant I had to go out with him. And I regret that so much. Like, literally once a month i'm like man i should have gone to that dance but i went anyway i just went stag and then we awkwardly danced next to each other so that people wouldn't think we were dating and that boy's name zach efron oh i wish (laughs) (gasps) can you imagine oh my god you threw away your shot with the zephron oh my god oh my but but what's weird was in life he was also being dubbed by drew seeley (laughs) true literally (laughs) so where did Troy? I don't. I don't remember this. Did Troy not realize that he was being videotaped? Thank you. Okay. Yes. So it was so obvious. <laughs> literally, they're like listing Spider Monkey, Thunderclap. Blah, blah. That sounds like superheroes like gathering together. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. So we we if I may, Dan. You know, we skip ahead to like when his friends are being jerks and are setting him up. And mm-hmm. they're pulling out full-on webcams, setting it up. Like, right? it's so obvious. I would be like, excuse me, what What are you guys doing? And then I would have been mad, and I would have stopped talking to all my friends, which would have been not productive for basketball, and um, that's the reason why I'm not friends with many of my high school friends anymore. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not easy to uh, sneak attack film somebody back mm-hmm. in the uh, early 2000s. Yeah, for just real. just couldn't do it. I'm surprised they didn't pull out a full-on camcorder. I'm surprised they didn't pull out like a full-on 1915 crank (laughs) film camera. Uh, Could you hold still for this picture while we snap it quick? Thank you. Yeah. Also, if I was Gabriella, don't you think it'd be like, where did you get this footage? Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. Something's a little fishy here. Um, You set up an entire slideshow about why my boyfriend is bad. Mm -hmm. And now you're also... Showing me video that I don't know if you spliced it together I or what. I don't know what the T is here, but something's fishy. Something's it's also fishy. Incredibly well coordinated. I mean, especially for 2006, right? Mm-hmm. And they were live streaming that shit. Like mm-hmm. that was that was happening in real time. And I just it like. I know that it's possible because the news still existed and everything. Like, the world was still a place. But, like, 
How did they do it? They're like, yeah. Troy, can you hold on to your rant for a second while we boot up Skype? And then you do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 the whole time. Yeah, like, now you can live stream in 1080p. Then you could live stream in, like, 80p. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like breaking up. They'd be like, what is he saying? What is Troy saying? Also, let's take a minute to talk about the fact <laughs> that Chad, while he's angrily trying to get um, Gabriella and Troy to be broken up, he calls Gabriella elevated IQ temptress girl, which is not, <laughs> it's not the only really good insult in this movie. I like that one. And I like when Sharpay tells Zeke to evaporate tall person. Those are my two yes. favorite insults of all time. I have been told <laughs> evaporate tall person more than once in my life. Good. Iconic. Which my, is good. My dad watched Camp Rock with me once when I was little and now even now says whatever major loser with the fingers. <laughs> so this leads to Gabriella's solo song um which i hate it's not it's no gotta go my own way oh my god gotta go my own way is up there with some of michelle branch's greatest hits yes we'll get back to that next week but Mm -hmm. (laughs) my thing with um oh what the dirt is this song called when there was me and you when there was me and you thank you it like doesn't sound it doesn't sound like Vanessa Hudgens's voice like it sounds super auto-tuned and mm-hmm. then the rest of the time that you hear her singing she does not sound like that at all it's because it's confused. so low like so low yeah so Gabriella decides not to audition for the musical Troy doesn't understand why and he's now unable to concentrate on basketball uh Big yeah. high school sad boy energy. Bouncing oh, ball. man. That's the same energy I produce now every day. Still. <laughs> sad boy Saturday energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A- and Gabriella is also sad. She's so also then, sad boy Saturday. Right. Then Chad is like, oh, Chad and the basketball team are like, oh, no, we did a wrong. So they, <laughs> they tell Troy what happens, and they say that they'll support him at callbacks, which is a, a very quick 180 by them. <laughs> Yeah, considering, like, I feel like it should have taken, in real life, it would have taken them a lot longer to come off their stubborn horse and realize that they did something wrong. it would have been after the championship game. Oh, yeah, they would have been like, dude, we should have let you do both and have your girlfriend. We're sorry we were selfish. But anyways, we won. Yeah. Also, why can't you date somebody that's within our group? Like, (laughs) ugh. Anyway. So then Troy breaks into Gabriella's house through the window. Yeah. And they they reconcile. Okay. The standard has been set far too high for apologies. And yet also it's low-key creepy. It's that's so my, creepy! That's mm-hmm. my two. Like, on one hand, I'm like, wow, that's so romantic. That's, the, that's sixth grade Anna talking. What 24-year-old I Anna's creeped out. <laughs> What I love is, so in the bad, I don't know if y'all ever watch, but you should, the bad lip reading of High School Musical. Yes, absolutely. Yes. It is so good that it was on Disney XD, like on repeat one summer, and it's all I watched. So I know this whole, like, 20-minute thing by heart. But the moment, (laughs) they made it like a horror thing, the moment where he goes, 
turn around and you she turns and he's just standing there on the balcony <laughs> with that music that's like ree, 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 behind it and that's all i can think of when i watch this now because it is so creepy oh i'd also like to comment on the fact um when he shows up at gabrielle's house and also his own house they're both ginormous oh my god now his dad is a high school teacher and teachers deserve to be paid more we know this Mm-hmm. They're not getting paid enough to have that house. Something I will say, the was his dad a gym teacher? I yeah. think so. The gym teacher at both my middle school and my high school were the highest paid employees at the school. Because they're also coaches. Yes. Oh, yeah, true. But um, still, is is it enough to buy a castle of a house? Well, we, he has Albuquerque? a mom. We don't know what his mom does. I guess. I'm going to need to see some, some paycheck stubs from... Um, <laughs> both Mr. Bolton and Ms. Montez because those houses are gigantic. So, and also the fact that Gabriella even has a balcony on her bedroom. I was like, that's gorgeous. That's fancy. I want a balcony now. Yeah, me too. too. Now that we're sad. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Troy and Gabriella at school, they rehearse. And then Sharpay overhears them and asks Miss Darbus to... Uh, move the callbacks back to the same time as the championship game. No student should have that power. Genius. No student should have that power. And again, don't you think Miss Darbus would go, oh, okay, we have two students that can't make it to their callback because they're in these other events. I'll invite them to come at another time. Mm-hmm. She probably planned the callbacks to be on that Thursday knowing that two of her students had other events on the Friday that they wanted to attend. It doesn't seem like many people were called back, so she probably worked around their schedules. Hopefully. And, like, what grown-ass adult, like, cowers to every whim of a spoiled, like... I don't think she cowers. I think she's just blinded by the fact that Sharpay is so obsessed with success, I would say, that Mm -hmm. she'll do anything to get it. Um, I think she, because she says, like, you're you're the head of the drama club, so if you think it's the best, I guess I can consider it. But I also think, I think she's not as involved in her students' personal lives, you know, like, which is fine. I mean, you're a high school teacher, you don't have to be. But um, I think that she just, you know, is like, whatever. It does no skin off my nose if we switch the date. But again, in real life, I think she would have taken a look at everybody's schedule, sent out a little email, or Troy and Gabriella could be like, I have a game, a competition that day. I'm not going to be able to make it. Can I come late? Can I come early? Can I come the day before? Because in high school, everybody's doing 25 different activities at the same time. Yeah, and they would probably be like, hey, I put this on my conflict sheet. Yeah. So, I can't be there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I bet you that both of them put down one of their special skills was taking direction well, so. No, nobody else. Nobody else put that down. I did. I'm stupid, and I did when I was a freshman, okay? I thought maybe you guys knew that already, but I guess not. Aileen had it hanging in the office when you guys were freshmen. (laughs) What did you put down? I missed that. Um, Under special skills, I wrote, speak Spanish, can knit, takes direction well. Thank you. That's the end of the podcast. (laughs) I put Microsoft Excel under special skills. Dan, that's not a theater special skill, Dan. Whatever. 
Okay, None of my well. special skills are theater special skills. Anyways, um, the worst person in the world, Kelsey, overhears the conversation. Why, Why do you hate Kelsey? Kelsey? I don't know. She's He's fine. Like, She's just got bad fashion, and that's not a comment on her personal. I think She's life. also so much smaller than everyone else. I think well, I don't like trying. her because I wish that the actress was not her and was instead the woman from Cheaper by the Dozen and Camp Rock. Um... Oh, uh, Alison, Alison Stoner. Stoner. Yeah, I wish she was Alison Stoner. It's more that I hate that she's not Alison Stoner. But then she wouldn't be a cor- she wouldn't be a person who wrote the musical. She'd be the musical's choreographer. Mm, sorry. That, I think that would have changed the plot. Yeah. What if instead of they had any songs, it would just be dance-offs? Oh my god. Ugh. I'm tired. Well, they already of have they have the Step Up movies for that. Oh, oh, step sorry. Up Two, The Streets. <laughs> so. They, the basketball team and the decathlon teams, they make a plan together. On the day of the competition, Taylor and Gabrielle, I'm quoting directly from the Wikipedia page. uh, Taylor and Gabriella use the school's computers to delay the championship game by hacking the power in the gym and causing a chemical reaction that forces an evacuation during the decathlon. Yes, this is both. Both of those things are correct. That's yeah. a lot to unpack. Or as Gage says, ew, they made a stink bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it comes back to how did they do it? Mm-hmm. The incredible coordination. They're geniuses. They like, it's not like they were texting each other being like, okay, ready? Now. They were just like, at 4.30, you have to do this. And we're counting on you. And then... Just nothing mm-hmm. gets in the way and everything goes over. So perfect. Well, they knew uh, that they ha- they were on time because of Chad's 19 watches. Yes. His whole arm his, was all watches, all the way up to the shoulder. That was like he was trying on watches. Corbin Blue was trying on watches in the costume department and couldn't decide on one. And he had like all of them on his arm. And he just looked at the costume lady and was like, what if I just wore them all? Wouldn't that be funny? And <laughs> she was like, like, yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. You won't. Do it. You won't. Totally do it. And that's why he's wearing all of those watches in the scene is because he's like, I think it'd be funny. Do Mm -hmm. it. You won't. Oh, but I also when they finally get to the callback and pop to the top is happening. Thank you for that piece of art, Kenny Ortega. Um, And then Gabriella gets up there. And she's about to sing and she like freezes. I'm like, why are you auditioning for theater then? I'm sorry. She looks. Yeah, she looks so pathetic mm-hmm. and i get it maybe you're trying to overcome your stage fright but nobody made you you know like but also i think you have to take into account like she doesn't know these people wouldn't like, that make it better you know i feel like that would make it for easier. everybody oh, i feel I like guess. it's like singing is not something that she, it's like a new thing that she's discovered she can do other than like singing back up in the church choir you know yeah. and so mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. nervous to sing in front of people she also like is a tiny baby bean and like when I was that young in high school I had zero self-confidence and so I'm sure she's like worried about what everyone else is gonna think of her and then she's already the new girl but she doesn't want to be the new girl who sucks at singing too mm-hmm. all right I guess that I'm just crazy because I'm the opposite. I'd much rather sing in front of people I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, me I straight up sang popular from Wicked at my first Ooh. high school audition. Uh, I got you beat. I sang 15 by Taylor Swift. Thank you. Oh, God. I love it. Mm-hmm. Gabriella was definitely a lector 
at church. She yeah. was not back up in the church choir. No. <laughs> she might have sung a little bit louder than some of the other people in the actual church building. But like No, she says she says she's like in the very first scene, Troy's oh, like, I know. Oh, you're a singer? Oh, church mm-hmm. choir is all. She's I know, a dirty but... liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Precisely. I also, she fair. holds the mic so far away from her mouth that I'm like, if this was a real audition, no one would hear you. You're, she's like, yeah, she's like, I know that something's changed. Never way. Like, girl, hold it to your mouth so people can hear you singing. People need the Dave Grohl technique oh. taught to them where he's just eating the microphone yes. while he sings. Put that oh. whole microphone in your, the best, the best, <laughs> the best. Please so, don't sue me, Dave Grohl. Thank you. Anyways, Troy and Gabriella rush to the auditorium as Sharpay and Ryan finish, bop to the top, and then Troy and Gabriella successfully sing Breaking Free, where oh, we hear time. Zac Efron sing one line, the first line of the song, that was the little treat that we got of his actual Ooh. singing voice. Is that really all it was? That's really all it was. The, it, and then he was like mixed into vocals at other points. Yeah, Ooh. I knew that they had like combined their voices. When mm-hmm. he's practicing in the hallway at one point, it sounds like more like him actually singing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the moments where he's like more not casual. twangy. Well, it's like there's this, uh, I'm trying to think of what lyric it is. But he's like, rah, like he's very rah, instead of like his Very ton- show tune He has kind of like a more nasally tone okay. than Drew mm-hmm. Seeley does. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zac Efron in general is nasally-ish. Yeah. I think. Not super over the top annoying, but just a little bit, you know. Like he's got that kind of Cali boy in him, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically everybody wins. Troy and Gabriella get cast <laughs> in the lead. The uh, whole school shows up to watch their callback. Zeke, after the callbacks, reaches into his nasty, sweaty pants <laughs> gym bag that I'm sure he's had his nasty, sweaty <laughs> underwear in it and hands Sharpay some cookies. And I'm like, why are you keeping those cookies in there? That's nasty. <laughs> to keep them warm. To keep like, them warm and moist. Ugh, no, oh thank you. That is disgusting. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, thank you. And then, like, but Ryan she takes loved them. I she know. Says at the end, she loved those cookies. She, she did, but I would have not been so sure. I feel like there would have been some funk, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, the basketball team, they win the championship game with a buzzer beater. Absolutely. Mm hmm. Because there's no way to win a game in a movie unless it's a buzzer beater. True. I don't care what sport it is. Football doesn't have a buzzer, buzzer beater. Baseball doesn't have a buzzer, buzzer beater. Cross country. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's always in the nick of time. Yep, that's me. Always crossing the finish line. Unrelated. But when I ran cross country, um, my coaches would always get upset with me. Because I was way more interested in having conversations with people on the other teams who were running than Damn. actually racing. <laughs> I Just was really bad at cross country. My very first race ever, I came in dead last. Our go. coach would like hide in the bushes, and if she saw you walking, she'd pop out of the bushes and be like, run! Run! <laughs> oh my god, cross country is so intense. People do not give it enough credit. My dad mm-hmm. was like running the course, w- not with me, but like, you know, he'd run from place to place to see me. It was a workout for him, too. Like, yeah. 
I don't run. We did. I never did sports in high school, obviously. But uh, we, I had to do PE, of course, in high school mm-hmm. because everybody had to do PE. And except for if you were in band, for some reason, band oh, counted as physical. Probably education. marching yeah. band marching. It would count. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but not show choir. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm not bitter. So I had to run the mile every year, and I don't do that. And so one time we had this football coach. I mean, this PE coach. It was like a different coach every year. It was so annoying. But this guy was like Canadian. And he would, like, dip all class, like, Ew. chewing tobacco. is so gross. He'd, like, spit it into a Mountain Dew bottle. And he would get so mad at me because I refused to run the mile, even though, like, I could and I still can. <laughs> and, like, I run a pretty fast mile. But, like, I don't want to be told to run a mile by some man. And so I walked the whole thing. And everybody else was getting done, getting done. I was just taking my time, eating a snack. Mm-hmm. And I literally, it took me, like, 12 minutes and 45 seconds or something to walk my mile. Mm-hmm. And he was so mad at me that he made me do it again. Um, or he said he was going to fail me in P.E., which I did have a couple F's in P.E. I had to write a few, like, <laughs> essays through, like, not in high school, but in middle school. Like, I failed the volleyball and gymnastics units because I just am inept and didn't care and didn't wear my uniform. Like, I was not, I didn't like P.E. And so he was like, I will fail you if you don't run. And so I ran, like, an eight-minute mile, and then he was pissed. He was like, why don't you do that to begin with? And I was like, because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. The fastest mile I ever ran was in seventh grade, and I was trying to show the boys that I was fast because a lot of my life mm. until I became an adult was driven by the fact that I was boy crazy. Yeah. Like hardcore. Wait, you're, okay, I'm, I want to put a pause that you said until there. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Dan, come over. I don't care about social distancing. Square up. <laughs> Just because I had a dream about two of the people in Fallout Boy last night does not mean anything. It wasn't even sexy. We were grocery shopping. We were grocery shopping. It wasn't even sexy. Speaking of wasn't even sexy, everybody storms the court after the game and they all sing. We're all in this together. They do their twinkle fingers, their star hands, their weird dance, and then it's all over. Wildcat Shout out to those principal dancers. Those oh. che- the cheerleader principal dancers were doing the most. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to keep up with what I remembered in that dance and singing at the same time. I was winded. I was like, I have need. Oh, that dance is very demanding physically. Mm-hmm. It's taxing on my non-dancer quarantined body. Um, <laughs> I was very tired. I think the High School Musical, I mean, Dan, you know way more like movie trivia than I do. Anna, you probably, I don't know what y'all know. Anyways, um... The, I think that this was the first movie, the first decom that had a dance along. Yeah. Um, I think so, yeah, because then they started doing it for other movies because they did it for mm-hmm. Teen Beach Movie, which I may or may not have watched, and I think they did it for um, Descendants too, which I definitely yeah. have watched. Mm-hmm. They always do sing-alongs at least. And yeah. I think this might have been the first one that they did the pop-up facts episodes. Oh, it might have been. been. Yeah, yeah. I loved the those. biggest one. Mm-hmm. The only other, so the first Cheetah Girls, love it, isn't a decom. Really? It, it aired on ABC. Oh, I didn't know <gasps> really? that. I loved I didn't that. Know that. Yeah, all the sequels are decoms, but the first one, which is why I was, maybe they did. A, I was thinking like maybe they did a sing along with that, but mm-hmm. it technically doesn't count as a decom. Hmm. 
Was the first Cheetah Girls before the first High School Musical? Way yeah, before. Yeah, first Cheetah Girls was, was like in 2002 or 2003. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. I had the karaoke album for that Cheetah Girls uh, movie, and did you know it's based on a book? I read the book. Mm-hmm. It was based on a book. I never read it, though. I didn't I read it. It was thick. She was thick. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's High School Musical 1. Um, my like general thoughts on it, I think it's a, a good movie. I realize I hadn't watched... I've seen High School Musical 2 more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen High School Musical 1 in probably eight years, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I didn't realize how much of a TV movie it felt like. Because oh, as yeah. it moved on, mm-hmm. they got less and less like TV movies and more like actual movies, especially with the third one. Mm-hmm. But this one was like, ooh, yeah, this is a... This is a low-budget television film. You mean the fade to black when they would have done commercials wasn't enough of a sign for you? <laughs> <laughs> I I love this movie. It's just such a feel-good movie. It reminds me of being a cute little kid and just singing all the songs. And mm-hmm. even as an adult, like that's such an easy thing to bond over because so many people our age, like you say, High School Musical, and everybody's gonna know every song. They're gonna have a favorite song. They're gonna have a favorite character because we all grew up with it. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just for girls. It wasn't. Just, like, it wasn't aimed at just for girls. It wasn't aimed at just for boys. It was kind of for everybody, so. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of, I think it paved the way for everything else that came after. I mean, mm-hmm. Cheetah Girls was a musical as well. It didn't have as much music, though. Like, this was mm-hmm. the, I feel like this was the first one that had, like, super big dance numbers and was very showy. I'd also it, say, if I may interrupt, I think Cheetah yeah. Girls was definitely aimed more towards girls women yeah yeah. Um, yes, just absolutely. because it's so much more about girl power working for your dreams as a girl like coming from different backgrounds standing like you know things that are quote-unquote girly even though you know guys have friends too and they stand with their friends and they work towards their goals but you know like I think it was a lot more of a feminist girly mm-hmm. movie whereas high school musical is just kind of a feel-good movie yeah and it I mean as a young baby theater kid it gave me hope, like it made me really excited, and I loved Sharpay because, mm-hmm. like, she was the theater crazy girl that I was, and like had that terrible attitude that I had, and I was like, I am her. Oh yeah, and, so many like, girls, you know. And and I love also that it showed like that it's okay to enjoy musical theater, mm-hmm. no matter who you are. And you have know, it's, all different interests. Like, you don't yeah. have to like just one thing or box yourself into, oh, I just like theater. Oh, I just like sports. No, you can like whatever you want, and it doesn't change who you are as a person. It just makes you more interesting. Mm-hmm. I would just like to disagree with one point that you said, Anna. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have friends. Oh, okay. I didn't. That was I, it. Is that what I'm doing here? So, tell your mom to send her check to uh, <laughs> <laughs> renew your subscription of friendship. <laughs> um, so... I was reading through random trivia for this, and the most interesting thing that I came across, this is from IMDb, so I don't know exactly how true this is. There's no sourcing or anything, but it says that the film has its origins in a 1999 script entitled Grease 3. Mm -hmm. Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake were set to star as the children of Danny Zuko and Sandy Olsen. Uh, The plot was virtually the same, but with more more similarities to Grease. Uh, and the character of Sharpay was going to be the daughter of Rizzo, and the producers tried to get Christina Aguilera 
to be her. And I was like, this blew my mind just reading because I was like, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This I didn't... reads entirely as a spiritual sequel to Grease, but I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want Justin Timberlake as Troy Bolton. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the right call having, um, I mean, waiting on it and changing it up enough that they could have Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Corbin Blue, mm-hmm. you know, that squad. I think it just new, fresh faces. Um, more Just, diverse faces. Yeah, more diverse faces, new fresh faces. Um, mm-hmm. Something that's a little bit more, I think, relatable than Grease. Another Grease movie would have been. Mm-hmm. Also, Grease 2 is trash, and I feel like if they had done a Grease 3, and like if this was Grease 3, it would have not gotten nearly as much recognition. It wouldn't be the as big of a deal as it is today. It yeah. would not have lasted. Absolutely not. Yeah, because this was so popular with kids from every different background if i remember correctly you know like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could go to claire's and there was a section of things for girls who were obsessed with uh zach efron there was a section of things for kids who were obsessed with corbin blue there was even a section of things for girls who had a crush on um lucas Grabeel, which i think is oh, so yeah. funny but <laughs> you know like back then we were just you know kids being kids mm-hmm. dudes being guys so <laughs> Some other uh, trivia. Ashley Tisdale auditioned for Gabriella, but she got the role of Sharpay instead. Mm-hmm. Fitting. Uh, the, there were four cut songs. The first one was I Can't Take My Eyes Off of You, which we talked about earlier. Uh, two others were Cellular Fusion and Counting on You, which both made it into the stage version, but not into the actual and show. Miss Darbus and uh, Coach Bolton were yes. supposed to have a duet. Um, yes, that was the other one. because of their mounting sexual tension at all times. <laughs> they, they only show Mrs. Bolton for one second. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think, you know, in a PG-13 version of this film, it would be because Mr. Bolton was having an affair with Mrs. Darbus. Mm-hmm. Or Ms. The original, Darbus. The original line is, what are those two doing sitting in a tree? And why is it not you and me? <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Oh my god. Did you know that the the woman who played Miss Darbus, the actress who played her, actually became Monique Coleman's uh, acting teacher? Really? Yeah. Fun. That's cool. Uh, other trivia. Zach Efron had to practice basketball for three hours a day during the first movie. And that's how he got so ripped. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Graybeal didn't get along while filming. Really? They, no, they not subsequently at all. made up, but they did not like each other. Well, Ashley Tisdale, she on her YouTube channel, she does these like she'll do covers of songs with other famous people, and she had him on to sing. I don't even remember some from. I don't know. It was something from High School Musical. I don't remember which song. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, but they talked about how they hated each other. And mm-hmm. didn't become friends until after the movie, and it blew my mind. But also, I'm not surprised, because you also read about Ashley Tisdale being like her Sharpay character while filming. And I'm sure that Trent, like, did not go over well with the mm-hmm. butt of Sharpay's jokes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ryan. <laughs> so, um... We all know that Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens dated for five years. Yo, when they broke up. Me too. When they broke up, I was devastated. (laughs) And she and and Austin Butler aren't together anymore. I'm just saying. Wasn't she dating um, 
a dude from the Lakers. That'd be oh. an odd twist because I, I think, think she, she mostly dated... dated people who were on Disney Channel. <laughs> Uh, like most recently, like in 2019, I think she was dating Kyle Kuzma. No clue. Um, I don't know. But Kenny Ortega says that he noticed their chemistry and he deliberately paired the two during auditions, which oh. matchmaker Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega. One Ortega. more check in the box. He's like that teacher in school that knew these two kids had a crush on each other and make them lab partners. Like, oh. He was shipping it from day one. Kenny. That's all I got to say. Kenny. He knew what he was doing. He did. Oh, man. Another Kenny actress Ortega. who auditioned for Gabriella was Naya Rivera. Oh, wild. Glee. Where's she from? Oh, Glee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was Court. Santana on Glee. Yeah, she would have a very different movie. Would have oh, been yeah. very different. Yeah. I think she's a little, like, from what I've seen her as now, I can only picture her as playing characters that are a little rough around the edges, and Gabriella is so not. So I just, I guess mm-hmm. I get, and she's got sharper features yes. than um, Vanessa Hudgens, which is another reason why I can picture her not playing that part. Yeah, Gabriella is church wine. Mm-hmm. Naya Rivera is not church wine. She's a little bit more uh, vodka-y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Corbin Blue was going to audition for Ryan mm-hmm. until he saw Lucas Grabiel doing his dance audition and then was like, oh, frick. I can't dance like that, and then switch to auditioning for Chad instead. But like Corbin Blue is a good dancer too. He's a really yeah. good dancer. I mean, can we talk about his Tony performance? When was that? What was that oh, show? Was it Kiss Holiday Me? Inn? Holiday Inn. <gasps> I I think it's about that tap. dance call for. I think about that dance performance frequently. Do I watched that... it on Broadway HD. The whole performance of Holiday <laughs> Inn, just mm. to watch Corbin Blue dance. To watch him dance for hours. Do anyway. you think that when Corbin Blue got to the audition, he saw Lucas Grabeel and went, I don't dance. And Lucas Grabeel was like, I know you can. And he said, not a, not a chance. No. No. Oh, no. Anyways, the last fun trivia fact I have isn't actually trivia about the movie, but there's a high school musical wiki. And when you go to the wiki, your cursor turns into a little basketball. Oh, wait, I <laughs> love it. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, so, would this movie, how, we kind of know this, but how would this movie be different if it was made today? We kind of see it with High School Musical, the musical, the show, even though that's a mockumentary. The series, and it's amazing. I disagree. I did not like it. <laughs> I, I thought that the lead girl was a kind of um. Bad. A brat. <gasps> oh man. And I thought that I just I didn't like it. I watched like two episodes and I was like, I this isn't sitting well with me. So I maybe I'll give it another shot, but at this moment in time doesn't Dude, pass my vibe. I check. have rewatched it probably five times now. I watch it when I'm sad. I watch the whole series in one day because I love it so much. I would say give it some time because she gets her like attitude checked later okay on. good because the attitude at the beginning i was like bye no thank you no she gets called out um, good both like by her friends and by ricky the guy good because i was not vibing i was like oh yeah. <laughs> it's very good i totally recommend it i think that it is they talk about a lot of important subjects okay you know, we love like to they, hear it they talk about 
diversity. They talk about, like, immigration. They talk about what happens when your parents divorce. And okay. you're, like, going through puberty and all that jazz and you don't know what's up and down. They Everything's talk about, scarier when you're going through puberty. Yeah, and, like, there's – they talk about, like – Gay relationships and discovering yourself at a young age. Like, I totally would give it a chance and watch it all the way through. There are certain characters that piss me off, but, like, they're meant to. Okay. Yeah. It was just, like I said, I'll say it one more time in case everybody missed it. That lead girl, I just wasn't so sure. I was like, she kind of a you-know-what. I'm not so sure here. She's a little bratty, and I think that's kind of part of the point of her is that, like, she's a high, you know, like, she's a kid in high school. She's yeah. She's a, what is it, a sophomore or junior? I don't know how old she is. Um, and girls were mean back then. Amen. They were. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, sorry to make this a discussion on High School Musical, the musical, the series, um, but it's great, and I recommend it. But I think, yeah, that is kind of the vibe that it would have been mm-hmm. were it created now, mm-hmm. for sure. And there definitely would have been something about TikTok. I don't know what. They probably would have gone viral on TikTok while they were sitting at the New Year's Eve party or something. That's definitely what would have happened. Yeah. Um, Caroline, I have to ask you a question before we do the next general question. Who's your favorite actor or actress? In general or from High School Musical? In general, in life. Oh, God. Um... Uh, I mean, Meryl Streep and um, Helena Bottom Carter are the two women that immediately come to my mind. Um, okay, would this movie be better, worse, or the same if Miss Darbus was played by either Meryl Streep or Helena Bottom Carter? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> either of them. It would have been amazing. I can picture Helena in that Absolutely, role. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So clearly. With her crazy hair. Yes. yes. Like 20 yes, pens ma'am. sticking out of her hair. I feel like Miss Darbus would have been a little bit more um, tightly Insane. wound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in a good way, like in a fun way. I would have loved to see those, re- like her interactions with that Jason character where he's always yes. like, how was your summer, Miss Darvis? And have Helena Bottom Carter be like, shut up, Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have loved now, that. Now, would it be better, worse, or the same with Meryl Streep as current day or 2006 Meryl Streep as Gabriella? <gasps> Unmentioned that she's 40 years older during the movie. She's <laughs> just Gabriella. See I'd see it. I mean, Meryl Streep can do anything she wants, and I will applaud her, and mm-hmm. I will probably sob so like yeah go for it meryl uh anna would this movie be better worse or the same with jonathan taylor thomas as zach Efron? <laughs> well you know uh first of all he'd only be oh no he'd still be taller than vanessa Hodges. she's five foot one okay um it would be similar because they'd still have to dub him with drew seeley because they dubbed him for lion king you know i don't think he can sing mm-hmm. um i think I would love to see him play basketball. He's shorter than Zac Efron, so uh, that would be an interesting adventure. I don't think he's ever played a sporty character from what I remember. I I think it would be an adventure for sure. Um, you know, he's one of those, he would look older, but he definitely has a baby face. I think he could have made it work. 
Mm-hmm. My boy can do anything, okay? President Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Honestly, he would be... <laughs> He's got my vote. And th- so, would this movie be better or worse or the same with Jimmy Stewart as Coach Bolton? Coach Bolton. Oh Coach my Jimmy God. Stewart. I don't, I don't think you understand how much better this movie would be. Hey, what are those two doing? I don't In that tree. Or Christopher Walken. Oh my God. As Coach Bolton. <laughs> Owen Wilson as Troy. Yes. Wow. This is just like straight up adults. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we should just cast this with grown ups. Yes. Grown ups doing high school musical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like how in Spelling Bee, <gasps> the adults play the kids, but yes. like make it a high school musical. Yes. I'd see it. For sure. Will Smith would probably be Chad. I feel like. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Can he dance? Or, I don't know. I was also thinking Michael B. Jordan. Did we lose Dan? We did lose Dan. Where did he oh, go? Dan. Is this over now? Hello? Oh, oh hi, Dan. We lost you. Could be a better Chad. Will Smith or Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. All the way. 100%. Oh, I mean, he's no offense to Will Smith. Michael B. Jordan is way hotter. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I think Will Smith, he's got the charm about him that Michael B. Jordan doesn't. Nobody has Will Smith's charm. That's not a knock mm-hmm. against Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, that's true. But even when Will Smith was playing the Fresh Prince, high school-aged Will Smith, he didn't come off as a high schooler. He came off as like a cool He came across as an adult yeah. man, yes. Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> we've seen him as a high schooler. We, the Wire and Friday Night Lights and... Oh yeah, Let's, I forgot he was on the yeah, wire. We know what he was. He can he can play that. I want it. Give it give it to me. Michael B. Jordan is the cool guy that you wanted to date in high school. Mm-hmm. I Will still would Smith, like to date him now. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like Will Smith is the guy that is too old for you to date in high school that you send messages to on Facebook until your mom finds out. You know, like, Oh, that's no, and he's probably going to report my, to my mom that I'm messaging him. He's going to be like, your daughter is out of control. <laughs> I'm Not like, oh, that no. creepy. <laughs> Damn, don't put that in the podcast. That that's mis- can be misconstrued. He's still going to put it in there. You absolutely know I'm keeping this in the podcast. <laughs> Oh, it's no. fine. Okay. We didn't ever message anybody who was o- older than us when we were in high school. We were good girls. Thank mm. you. I'm speaking on your behalf, Caroline, so that you don't have to <laughs> say anything. Because I you. most certainly did not do that. I was scared of everything. <laughs> I, I too, was very scared. I mean, I was a preacher's kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Yeah. Little, You're preacher's little Caroline, kid. Preacher's kid living on a farm. She mm-hmm. don't know what to do. <laughs> She's not messaging older men. Nope. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know how to talk to the boys her own age. Mm-hmm. Amen. Ain't that the truth? Okay. Finally, um, Caroline, since you're our guest, you can go first. Oh boy. Out of five, Kelsey's tripping and falling and <laughs> spilling her music notes everywhere. What would you rate this uh. movie? Am I rating it based on like how I like the objective 
like it's objectivity. Like if you watch it and you're checking off boxes that this is what makes a good movie, or am I doing it with my own personal emotion it, added into the factor? Completely subjective. Great. Then I'm giving it five stars. Full throttle. It's amazing. It paved the way for so many things to come after it. There was nothing like it at its time. And it has lasted, what, 14 years? Mm -hmm. So long. And it will continue. Like, people will always be showing their kids high school musical. It won't stop. Mm -hmm. Amen. Anna? I give it 4.5 only because it doesn't have got to go my own way. (laughs) And that song is timeless. When I was in middle school, I watched a girl sing that to her boyfriend as she broke up with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish I was kidding. So uh, that's why it's 4.5. Thank you. I, I need more. Man. I need no. <laughs> There's no that's more. It? I can't give you names. I don't really know these people anymore. I know them. I just don't. I'm not friends Did with them. Did she hand him back a necklace that had his initial on it? No, she did not. We were in, what, 7th or 8th grade. We were in homeroom. She ran up to him, and she's like, hey, they, like, what, held hands and kissed on the cheek Mm -hmm. once? Maybe they danced at a slow dance together at a middle school dance? And she was like, hey, um, I got, like, she just went up to him with a group of her friends and started trying to sing it to him. And he was like, what is going on? And we were a class of 40 kids at a private school. So we were all like, what is this? (laughs) So yeah, I wish I could give more detail, but I just have a little snippet of it in my memory. I love it. I'm gonna, Mm -hmm. you have to let me explain my reasoning when Um, I give my rating. Dan, I swear to God. I'm giving this a three out of five. I know it, I knew it. Because there wasn't enough Lucas Gray Beal. Fair. Fair. I mean, fair. He does have a cameo in High School Musical, the musical series, though. Check it out. Um, It doesn't make up for it. Nothing can fix this glaring omission. And he was just kind of crapped on the whole time. Yeah. I feel like he gets his time to shine a little bit more later. I feel yeah. like they realized after one that they were like, man, we can't be too mean to this kid because people like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for uh, I Don't Dance. That's such a great number. Absolutely. Oh, man. Although Troy has some great numbers in two and three. I, have, um, I am of the firm belief that they blew all their budget on Scream in High School Musical 3. And also <laughs> that song is my everything. Uh, but we'll get to that mm-hmm. in two weeks. Yes. And next oh, week, boy. as we said, we will be talking about Back to the Nope, not Back to the Future. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was so ready. I was so in it. We're going back to the past. (laughs) Oh Lord, we're just gonna rerun that episode again. Back to the Future. No, we will be talking about High School Musical two, junior year summer. If we needed to add two back to musical. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Wait, two high school two musical electric boogaloo. Yes. Thank you, Caroline, for joining us. Oh, thank you for asking me. I got so excited when you called and asked. I My mom was in town. I hung up the phone, and the first thing I did was tell my mom and AJ that I would be <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> to talk about High School Musical. Um, where can they find you if you want them to find you on social media? Oh, boy. 
Um, on the internet, I am at Caroline Grace Norton, probably. Um, but I probably won't let you follow me on Instagram. I have a website. It's carolinegracenorton.com. If you'd like to be a fan of mine, you can see what I do there. <laughs> but if I'm going to plug anything, I really should plug um, the company I work with, Summit Players Theater. I am the director of education there. And I am currently doing all of the online programming for them. It is the No Bummer Summer Digital Shakespeareans. Mm-hmm. I do Ooh. Wednesdays with William Shakespeare and um, other fun programming on Mondays and um, one or two Fridays a month. So you should check us out at Summit Players Theater everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's what I'll plug. Yes. Very nice. Do that. They, Summit is very cool. They put on great shows. Great, And they're a great educational resource, too, for the, the yes. youth of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And we the shows are free, yes. usually, right? Yes. Yeah. It's all free. Our programming, um, both our shows and our educational workshops are all free. We love to hear it. We love free theater, balling on yes. a budget. If, and it's great for little ones. Introduce them to yes. some theater when they're little. Whether you're four or 94, you'll be able to understand and get something out of our programming. But if yes. you are 95, it will be like get you're out. speaking no, Dutch. If, you're, <laughs> if you are zero to three or 95 and above, it's not for you. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find me on the internet on Twitter, I'm at Dan O'Keefe 86 on Instagram. I'm at D L R A A R. If you want to find the show, we are at and in conclusion on Twitter at in conclusion podcast. Yes. Good job. On Dan. Instagram. You can find <laughs> us on Facebook. Just look up in conclusion. There's a reason I haven't asked Anna to give her info yet because this, her, Info is my favorite part of the show. Um, if you Thank like you. the show, give us a thumbs up, a rating, five stars, or whatever on whatever podcast host you are listening from. That helps us get to more listeners. Uh, if you like it a lot, subscribe. We love that. We love to see it, and we love to see you. Now, Anna, how can they find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at AutumnusPrime818, or you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollOut. The O in Auto is capitalized, the B in Bots is capitalized, the R in Roll is capitalized, and the O in Roll and Out are both zeros. Whew. <laughs> Universal Pictures, don't sue me. I love Transformers. Thank you. So th- <laughs> thank you, everybody. We will be back next week with Caroline again with another installment Woo! of In Conclusion. Stay safe, stay healthy, and everybody have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I was the only human teacher in the class, and then I have his floating head and a laptop next to me. Thank <laughs> you.